You're listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B, and this is episode number 40. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Fitness Matters Podcast, where we talk about the fitness matters that matter to you. And you know what? This one matters (laughs) to you it always does. You guys, I love that tagline, but sometimes, no, all the time. I feel a little bit saying it because I know that you know that I know that you know that they always matter. And this one, this one matters really specifically to me right now. And that's why I'm going to tell you this story. You guys, I want you to stop thinking positively. This is, this is something that I see all the time and I'm noticing that it is not helpful at all. Now, I want to be super duper clear. There are absolutely times when we need to rethink our thoughts, when we need to reframe our thoughts, where there are other ways that we can think about certain situations. Absolutely. I am I am all for that. I have so many podcasts about that that I'm not even going to try and reference like one of them. But here's the thing. Sometimes some things aren't positive. Your life is probably about half and half. Half of the things that happen are fantastic, lovely, feel great. Half of the things that happen feel at least a little bit crappy, a little bit lousy, a little bit not wonderful. Some things that you feel are actually tragic. Some things that you feel are actually ecstatic. There are, there's a whole spectrum of feelings that we might have. And the, the big ones on one end and the other, they come kind of sporadically. But like the middling ones, some of them are good. Some of them are not so good. And we, all of us, spend a lot of time thinking that we ought to be happy all the time. That we ought to feel positive all the time. And I want to point out to you that this is just absolutely not true. You actually legitimately want to feel bad sometimes. You want to be sad when someone you love dies. You want to feel angry when there's an injustice. You want some bad feelings. But I notice that we don't seem to want any bad feelings. And yet, and yet we have them. And then we try to just put a little band-aid on them like, oh, it's all going to be okay. Everything's fine. And I want to show you in a very real example, why thinking positively isn't always helpful. So this isn't entirely related, but I'm going to tell you the story of it anyways. I'm recording this podcast significantly later in the week than I normally do. I'm in the middle right now. In fact, today, the day, if you listen to this, the day it comes out on Sunday, the the 30th of August, I am in the middle of creating a new body shaping program on my main channel, the Paula B Fitness channel, where I've got 29 days in a row of body shaping videos. And I'm super excited about this. And I'm, I'm super, super busy right now. Like I'm in the middle of, uh, I'm going to call it a stressful situation. There's, there's a lot to do. I wake up knowing that I have a long to-do list. I am consciously thinking stressful thoughts that I am working on managing. There, there's no reason for me to feel bad about this specifically. That's not where I'm going with this. 
but there's a lot going on with me right now. And so it's been a busy week where I have been working on managing my mind. And yet I've noticed, I've noticed where I'm not managing my mind and I'm making, I'm making some mistakes and I'm, I'm having things happen that are showing me that, that there's room for improvement. And it's really interesting. And I'm actually kind of there's a part of me rather that is enjoying that. The part of me that feels frustrated when frustrating things happen is not enjoying it so much, but it's, it's very interesting to be a, a student of, of my own mind right now when I am feeling stressed and behaving in a stressful way. And I wanted to, I wanted to share a story with you about something that happened this week. In fact, a couple of some things that happened this week that, that I really wanted to think positively about so that I could just move on and keep trying to get to my to-do list. And yet that had some far-reaching consequences because thinking positively was not the answer in that situation. So on Monday evening, I was setting up for a live stream that I had on Wednesday on YouTube. And I've only live streamed on YouTube a couple of times. And so I still have to really think through the process. And in fact, I should just write down the process because as it happened, I made a mistake when I was trying to schedule the live stream. I actually, I accidentally went live. So here I am at my desk wearing no makeup. I've got my Invisaligners in. I've got my stern face on because I'm trying to think. And I see that there's this chat happening. And and somebody said, Paula, we can see you. (laughs) I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. I, I stopped the live stream. I figured out where the button was to stop the live stream, even though I have no idea what I clicked to start the live stream. I deleted it immediately and I wanted to crawl under a rock. I was so embarrassed by this. And I didn't want to feel embarrassed. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you've ever felt embarrassed before. I know you have, <laughs> but embarrassment, it does not feel good. And, and here's the thing about our brains. Our brains constantly are seeking pleasure and trying to avoid pain. Embarrassment is a painful feeling. Your brain does not want to feel that. Your brain wants nothing to do with that. The feeling comes up, your brain's like, nope, and tries to squash it down immediately. One of the ways that we frequently try and squash something down is with a positive thought. Oh, everybody makes mistakes. I told myself that like a dozen times or more. Everybody makes mistakes. It's okay. Let's move on. So then, so then it got better. On Wednesday, when I went to do the live stream, I, however I had, however I had pushed whatever button on Monday when I accidentally went live and then figured out how to schedule it, I had apparently created two live streams. And if you understand live streaming, maybe you'll understand this. I didn't really understand it. I still don't. But I somehow on Wednesday morning when I did my live stream, I somehow simultaneously live streamed two separate streams. I don't know why YouTube would let me do that. I I, like, honestly, I I'm really confused as to how that would happen and why it would happen, but it did. And so once again, I felt 
excessively embarrassed because as it turns out on the simultaneous live screen that I didn't or live stream that I didn't have on my screen of course there was a whole nother chat and the point of the live stream was to answer questions and interact with people so there were at least dozens if not hundreds of comments that I completely missed. There were all kinds of people that I didn't say hello to, that I didn't answer their questions. There was a super chat, which is a donation of money that I didn't acknowledge. I was so embarrassed by this, like so embarrassed. And, oh, and it gets better. And because I didn't know that I had the separate live stream going, when I stopped one of the live streams, it didn't actually stop the other one. So I stood up from the live stream, you know, turned off my microphone, let the dog out, was walking around. I think I might have been talking to my son, but I also don't remember for sure because I don't think he was in the room. So then I came wandering back and looked at my computer and it said something about the fact that I was still live streaming. So then I had my, my thinking face on where I was just like, well, what the heck is going on here? And then was trying to click out of things and then was panicking. And in my mind, I know for sure that I was saying swear words. I don't think I said any of them out loud though. <laughs> I sure hope I didn't <laughs> because talk about embarrassing. So, so there exists two live streams, one of which I felt was perfectly professional. The other of which contains about three or four minutes of me being wildly unprofessional <laughs> at the end of it. You guys, you guys, the embarrassment. It was, it was real. It is real. And, and again, I was like, everybody makes mistakes. This is fine. Probably nobody was still there. Anybody who saw it is just going to think it's funny. I had an absolute plethora of positive spins that I could put on this situation kept telling myself these positive things, these positive things like, it's fine, everybody makes mistakes, no big deal, all this kind of stuff. And yet, and yet, there was still this low-lying, I don't feel good about this, I'm putting this positive spin on it, but that's not making me feel positive. Because my friends, positive thinking, when it is forced, isn't really positive at all. It's not doing what we want it to do. And and here's the thing about not acknowledging your, I'm going to go ahead and use the word negative feelings. Negative in itself has its own connotations, might bring up its own things for you. And again, I don't mean to belabor this like this was some tragedy that happened in my life. This is this is simply for illustrative purposes. And, and because of that, I'm super glad that it happened this week because I really did want to talk to you about this. After our conversation last week about feelings, I, I knew that I had more to say about it. And, and here it is. This is what happens when we don't acknowledge our feelings. This is why feelings are so important so important. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I will refer you. There's a link in the description box or the show notes or wherever you watch or listen. There will be a way for you to get to last week's episode, which was simply called feelings. Our feelings drive our actions. And then our actions bring us our results. 
And so here's what happened. Let me actually, I'm going to actually back up a little bit because I've already told you, I've already told you the feelings that I had. I mean, I felt embarrassed, obviously. I felt embarrassed. I felt ashamed. I felt frustrated. So the, the feelings are kind of obvious, but let me tell you the the unintentional, non-positive thoughts that I was having. I'm actually, I'm legitimately reading to you from my journal. I sat down and I started writing out about what happened. So at the top of the page, I wrote double live stream because that is, that is the fact of what happened. There was a double live stream. And then I had lots and lots of thoughts about that double live stream, including there's this is an abbreviated version, but including things like people think I'm stupid or they think I ignored their questions. They think I'm rude. They think I didn't acknowledge the donation. I can't believe I did that. I wish it wouldn't have happened. I can't fix it now. I'm so dumb. I'm so embarrassed. I can't spell embarrassed. They saw me look unprofessional. I hate that I can't do anything about it. There was more. There was actually rather significantly more, but it's all kind of in that vein. This, these thoughts that I have about other people's opinions or other people's possible opinions about wishing that it wouldn't have happened, about wishing that there was something I could do, about possible consequences that might come about from these actions, worrying about what, you know, what might come in the future. There were lots and lots and lots of thoughts here. Now we know, we know because I've told you, (laughs) if you don't know that I'm going to refer you to the episode where we really talked about this called how to change. I don't know what number it is, but I know it's called how to change. Your thoughts create your feelings. So the fact that the devil live stream happened is simply a fact that that is a a circumstance that happened in the world that everybody can agree to. I mean, even if I were to delete the second (laughs) live stream, which I have not, but even if I were to delete that second live stream, it could be proven in a court of law. That is a fact. That is something that, that happened. But I had lots of thoughts about the double live stream all of the, I mean, the ones that I shared with you and plenty more about it. Those thoughts are what caused the feelings of embarrassment, shame, and frustration. The simple fact of a double live stream, I mean, honestly, from, from other circumstances, I mean, had I not gotten up and walked away and, and felt, you know, had the thoughts about how that looks unprofessional, that wouldn't have been a big deal necessarily. I wouldn't have necessarily had the feelings of embarrassment or shame or frustration in another type of circumstance that was still the same thing. Double live stream in and of itself doesn't have to be embarrassing, doesn't have to be frustrating, doesn't have to create a feeling of shame. It was my thoughts that created those feelings. But then but then I had some thoughts about my feelings. <laughs> there is where we run into trouble. I started judging myself because here I was, my, my, the first thought that popped into my head, as you I know heard it, people think I'm stupid. It wasn't that I thought I was stupid myself. I went ahead and blamed it on other people. Other people think I'm stupid. <laughs> you guys, longtime listeners of the podcast know this is a thought that I hear a lot. 
So I was judging myself for it. I remember, Paula, don't think that you're stupid. You're not really stupid. Then I had tried, tried to put on the positive thoughts on top of it. Everybody makes mistakes. This is fine. Everything's okay. Probably nobody noticed. Those thoughts about my thoughts and about my feelings also created feelings. And interestingly, they did not create the positive feeling that I was hoping for. In fact, it kind of continued to generate a feeling of frustration. Isn't that interesting? That I was trying to avoid feeling frustration, and yet, by putting these positive, allegedly positive thoughts on it, I was still perpetuating a feeling of frustration. And let me tell you that what happens after we have a feeling is that our feelings generate our actions. Here's what I here's what I discovered when I sat down and really made this list of all of my thoughts and then parsed out the feelings and then made the list of all the thoughts that I had about the feelings and then I took a look at what my actions have been that came out of that frustration. Sitting in a feeling of frustration this week has led to me feeling like I wanted to hide or doing things that that I felt like I was hiding. I did not promote the live stream at all. I did not promote the announcement that I made during the live stream about this new body shaping program that I'm totally excited about, but because I was frustrated and embarrassed by the live stream, I didn't push that out to anybody. I didn't send it to my email list. I didn't write about it on Facebook. I didn't do anything with it. I I literally let it sit and I almost deleted it. I was ruminating on it. I have spent... I'm not going to try and put a number on it, but I have spent many, many minutes, probably even in the hours long at this point, simply thinking about and going over that situation again and again and again and having the same thoughts about it. People think I'm dumb. No, it's okay. Everybody makes mistakes. Just around and around and around in a circle, cycling through thoughts, which frankly, I mean, it feels like a waste of time, or at least it was time that I could have spent doing something more productive. I didn't feel confident about my other projects. I ended up making a couple more mistakes because I was very distracted by the mistakes that I had already made and continuing feeling frustration about it, even though I was putting the positive spin on it in my mind. And you guys... The thing that's really fascinating here is that all of those actions just ended up basically fulfilling this prophecy that I had, these thoughts that I had about being dumb or being unprofessional, and it made that come true. Not that I'm dumb, but that I continued to think the thought that I'm dumb and unprofessional because of that original thought about being dumb and unprofessional. It continued to create actions and results that were unprofessional and avoidable. Here's what I've done about this now. I mean, as I, as I mentioned, I sat down with my journal and, and just wrote it all out. And I want to be super duper clear that 
When I am journaling, and especially the the thoughts that I shared with you, one of the things that I do when I journal is I simply let myself write down anything I'm thinking. Any thought in my head, anything that pops up, it comes down on the paper. And sometimes I don't even fully hear it in my mind before my hand is writing it. I wholeheartedly encourage you to take a pen and paper and write your thoughts. And here's what happens when you do that. You you will probably feel a little bit embarrassed by it because it is now a physical record of thoughts that you have in your head. And I'm going to tell you just as a totally practical note, you can throw this stuff away. You can burn it. You can shred it. You don't have to keep this for anything other than in the moment and getting out of it what you want to get out of it. I do keep my journals, but I never read them again, unless I'm reading them to you out loud on the podcast for everybody to share. (laughs) But you absolutely do not have to do that. But here's why this is helpful. And I want to be really, really, really clear about this. These thoughts aren't real. They aren't facts. They are simply thoughts that my brain offered me about the situation. And that is why I write them down so that I can see them. Sometimes, and I think that this is what happens when most of us start journaling, and I probably will, in fact, do an entire podcast episode about journaling and why it's helpful. But here, in a nutshell, is what I use it for. Your thoughts are just your thoughts. They're not, they're not the truth. They're not real in any sense. They are simply thoughts. They are electrical impulses that your brain offers you that it has very likely offered you dozens or hundreds or thousands of times before. These thoughts that I wrote down about being dumb and unprofessional, they're not any more real than any other thoughts. The reason I shared them with you isn't because this is how I really think about myself so much as this is what my brain offered me in this situation. And I don't have to believe any of this. That's why you write it down, my friends. Not to just, you know, get it out there or try and feel better about it or mask over it, but to look at it and be like, oh, that's completely illogical and not serving me at all. (laughs) That is not a helpful thought. That is not a thought that's going to get me where I want to go because I could see very clearly where I was going with these thoughts. I mean, I already shared it with you, all of the actions and inactions that I took this week because of those thoughts that weren't helping me get any kind of results that I was looking for. The results I'm looking for are, are not thinking that I'm dumb and unprofessional. The results that I'm looking for are being successful and feeling good and confident, which is not the same thing as thinking positively. That that positive thought, everybody makes mistakes, wasn't any more helpful than I'm dumb and people people think I'm, I'm unprofessional. That positive thinking still netted me in my opinion, negative results. That positive thinking wasn't positive at all. Those thoughts 
were simply things that my brain was offering me. When, when your brain is offering you something that feels like a positive spin on things, trying to find the silver lining, I want you to be just as skeptical of those positive thoughts as you are of the ones that are very clearly negative. The, the ones that where you're calling yourself dumb, very clearly not helpful. But the one where you're telling yourself that everybody makes mistake might not be any more helpful. Take a look at your thoughts by writing them down. And then see where those thoughts actually take you. Like when you think everybody makes mistakes, what kind of a feeling does that generate in you? And the way that you know that is simply by by listening to it in your head. Everybody makes mistakes. What that generates in me is a feeling of... I'm. I'm going to use the word hopelessness, even though that sounds much more tragic than, than the situation calls for, but it doesn't generate some kind of feeling of, of actual positivity, of, of feeling confident about moving forward. It just means that, well, everybody makes mistakes, meaning I did too. When you see on paper all of your thoughts and you feel the feelings that those thoughts are generating in you, you can get a better idea of something that will actually be helpful. In this case, really specifically, the thing that I, I looked at all of this and I, I thought about, okay, how do I want to feel about this? And in, when in doubt, you know that I want to feel grateful. And I do because it gave me this entire podcast. I do feel grateful about the situation because this was, I think, helpful to you. So I do have some feeling of gratitude. But also, I realize that it's totally okay to simply feel bad about this situation. That I can acknowledge feeling frustrated and ashamed and embarrassed and let it just be that. Some things in life don't feel amazing and that's totally okay. And that thought to me, the, the specific thought that I, have, that I have started practicing is that happened and that was embarrassing. That to me feels very complete, very relaxing, like, yep, that happened and it was embarrassing. And that means that I can be done with it. That kind of a thought actually generates in me a feeling of closure, of completeness, of relax, of being able to move on and, and acknowledging that sometimes crappy things happen. That's okay. It's okay to not feel amazing about every single thing that happens in your life. And yet, did you see what happened there? Did you hear it? When I had that thought that it's okay, that not everything feels amazing, that actually feels kind of good. Huh, how weird. I generated a good feeling from what may or may not sound like a positive thought. You guys, I know this one had a lot of layers today. <laughs> it really did. It had a lot of layers. I, We are, at some point in the future, going to talk even more in depth about journaling and how this can work for you in a really practical sense. 
I hope that what you get out of today is that everything you tell yourself is important. And and the way to know how you feel about what you're telling yourself is to let yourself feel what you're feeling. I would love to know. I would love to know what you are thinking and feeling about all of this today. You know that I always want to hear your thoughts and your feelings. Feel free to share a comment and come and join me over in the Killer Beehive where we can have conversations or on YouTube where you can see me go live at least once. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you again soon. Mm